0: This is Fly with Steve Jacot and Craig Forsyth. Tonight's podcast brought to you by Darien Hatcher's Hatchback Auto. Darian Hatcher's Hatchback. Selling only cars that Darian Hatcher can't fit in. If you're a smart person that has been listening to the Flyers forecast, you may have picked up on a certain pattern that has happened recently where Craig Forsyth makes a prediction and is completely wrong.
1: I hate you. Do you know that? Because <laughs> really two minutes ago, you're like, I don't know how I want to start this show. And they're like, oh, wait a minute, I got something. And that's what you come at me That's what you...
0: on. 19.
1: <laughs> I mean, I deserve it. I just, I wasn't
0: I just thought it was funny. funny. I, I don't <laughs> actually want to dunk on you, but I thought it was funny that you specifically said on the other cast we recorded this week that you were going to be wrong about the Hurricanes game. Yeah, to dead wrong about the Hurricanes game.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just, it's fascinating that, you know, I pointed out that because I predicted the opposite of that happening. I thought the Hurricanes were going to kind of take it to the Flyers. They're going to look a little sloppy. They're going to painfully lose. So I was like, of course, they're going to pull out a multiple <laughs> win. So uh, here we go. They got a 4-1 win. They did get thoroughly outplayed, though, but Carter Hart looking uh, pretty good. So I'll take I'll take the L on the, uh, the prediction front. With
0: oh that. Yeah. So, yeah i mean yeah. if we have to have you play the incredibly wrong heel for the rest of the year oh yeah absolutely have the flyers win games then yes by all means
1: uh heads up i don't know how i feel about tomorrow night there you go we're also i think
0: they're start. gonna get they're gonna get destroyed clearly yeah.
1: it's it feels like it could be a high event game a lot of chances at both ends and uh it's carter hart against carrie price it's not often carter hart would win that battle right So I'm excited to see. You know, I'm so excited to read about a uh, three to nothing win on Friday. So I'm looking forward
0: to it. Isn't Carey Price Carter Hart's like biggest comparable usually when you like uh, people talk about Hart and his demeanor and such?
1: No, I I would say Holmby. I think.
0: Okay, I've definitely heard Price before, but maybe it's a statistical thing. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, what was he in the WHL?
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, so I. I, I want to say it's crazy to compare it to. I'm just saying uh, the the whole comparison, a- comparison. I feel like is right there just because of the whole.
0: Uh, you made Stanley Cup the champion. Inevitable. Braden like, Hulpe?
1: Yeah. How yeah, dare you? What's the the uh, psychological uh, coaching? The whatever the Hulpe does, that heart also gets. That's what they. That's why they get compared often.
0: I was not oh, expected. It's, it. yeah. it's called a it's a scare tactic where they will have an assistant coach wait in a locker, and then the player will come in, and then the assistant coach will jump out of the locker and go, ah! and then <laughs> if he doesn't get scared, it means that he's ready.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's So they have a guy that does that. It's only been Brandon Holpe and Carter Hart that have done it. It's worked out pretty well. They're two for two. I'm expecting more goalies to go with the coach jumping out and scaring the shell of them, We'll We'll see if it holds out, though.
0: It, it is a revolutionary procedure and i think it's making waves in the sports psychology world but speaking of carter hart how has carter hart do would you say he's back would you say he's back after a couple struggles early in the year i i mean he looked damn good in that game and honestly if he doesn't play as well as he does i don't think the flyers get that four to one victory because he really helped the team in there through the first two periods
1: i so i mean for that game i was technically right because i pointed out that the hurricane's don't really have a flaw in terms of you know driving play. They're top ten in all of uh, Corsi four for per sixty, Corsi against per sixty, Expect the goals four for per sixty, expect the goals against per sixty. Top ten in the league, so there's really there's no way you can really attack them. And I thought they were going to carry play and uh, kind of dictate the game, and they did. It's just wasn't expecting Carter Hart to stand on his head. And now again, not really too many flashy saves we're going to remember, but he answered the bell often. And uh, I think the Flyers were a little lucky because the, the Hurricanes set up a play. They, they set up at least four or five times the, where they just have a guy at the top of the crease and he's looking for a tap-in, and they're trying to look for a pass from the boards or below the goal line to catch the Flyers off guard. They got it four or five times, but they only connected once for the, the Walmart goal. But, uh, you know, they connect on those. It's a, it's a different outcome. But besides that, it was just a lot of Carter Hart. And uh, some lucky bounces—the opposite of the Edmonton game. The the Flyers got it back. All right, they got it back. Yeah, karma comes
0: back back around. (laughs) It's like they always say, hockey is a game of karma. It absolutely is not, or else Scott Stevens would not be a Stanley Cup champion. War criminal.
1: Not, not the only reference we may have to a certain Scott Stevens. I remember that. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, he. Friday night, he looked fine. Uh, didn't exactly get the most amount of help for Justin Brown. but And I know he had a couple other shaky games, but we both said it. It felt like it was way too early to get worried about Carter Hart. Like, it was a couple bad games. He's still young. And this is his first season as a starter. I, I wasn't really sweating it. Uh, and then he came out and had a game like he did on Tuesday. And now I'm feeling pretty confident in Carter Hart again. And you don't want to see a game like Tuesday, but it's nice – Good teams find many ways to win, and that's usually the way a bad team wins is just having the goalie bail them out while they get caved in. But the Flyers have shown other ways of winning this year, and mainly it's been through killing teams in terms of like driving play. So it's nice that when the team isn't driving play, which isn't going to happen every night, there's going to be nights where the Flyers get caved in, like up the Hurricanes game and the Flames game and the Penguins and Islanders games. To have goaltending there so you can possibly win those games still is going to be huge going forward. It's a big reason why I expect expect them to take a step this year, even if it hasn't all come together yet.
0: Well, it's essentially like Dr. Ian Malcolm's two famous quotes in Jurassic Park. Uh, one being, life finds a way, good teams find a way. And the other one being, do I really need to wear a full shirt in this scene? <laughs>
1: and then is the other one there. Is that him? Is that the guy?
0: And i don't think that's jeff goldblum that goes
1: there <laughs> okay yeah Somebody, yeah <laughs> hold on to your butts is not him that's uh who else? hold
0: on to your butts is samuel jackson yeah, yeah, definitely right. not jeff goldblum but uh, yeah, jeff yeah, goldblum they, is, you can tell yeah they're a little yeah but jeff uh, goldblum is the uh, are there any dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour and all that, <laughs> all that good stuff which uh very young steve was uh, a very much fan of that line and a an extremely annoying home video appearance
1: <laughs> that we will talk about next week.
0: We'll oh boy, If I bit. could capture that audio and play it on the podcast for everybody, they would probably stop listening to the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, let's test that there next week. We got Steve's audio coming up.
0: Home and- videos, Burbody edition.
1: <laughs> but uh, Steve, what do you think about Carter Hart? Are you are you done giving up on him? You think he's back? You he's ready?
0: A Trade for Henrik Lundqvist. I'll hang up and listen. Hey, no, nice no. he's young. He's gonna go through these stretches. It's gonna happen. I'm not surprised that he bounced back with a nice game. I'm glad to see that. It's as you were saying last week. Throw the Devils in there. Throw him into the Devils. Get his confidence back, and he'll be <laughs> back. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, he he basically got to get his mojo back against the shit ass Devils. Cause man, do they suck?
1: Oh, they're not good. Yeah, and it, um, I mean, out of all the teams that have that type of game happen, it, it's very, you know, you can defend the Flyers getting caved in possession-wise against the Hurricanes because our best friend, friend of the show, and my future employer, Eric Tolsky, is down there working with the Carolina Hurricanes, so he's built a, pretty much like a possession powerhouse when it comes to hockey.
0: As At you least. said on the other show, a team of Oscar Lindblom's.
1: Pretty much, yeah. That's that's. I think that's a fair way to describe it because they don't have that flashy superstar. I love Sebastian Aho too, but like I asked you, he's top 15 in the league. He's not a guy that people go to. He's not the third guy after McDavid or Crosby in the league. Like he's not a household name. But they have a lot of high-end forwards that you would want on your team. And I feel like when I'm watching them play, I feel like it's a bunch of limbloms—guys that just always seemingly make the right play. A lot of offensive upside. They're quick. And, but again, they're not really a household names, so I think that's why they're so good. And they really don't have any. I mean, their big fault is goaltending uh, with Peter Mrazek. But it would, I mean, Mrazek, that dude, the, the guy couldn't face the right direction with the Flyers, and then he's stone connecting on a breakaway. Did he? Like, I don't understand Peter Mrazek's career at all.
0: No, he it was... makes no sense. He he literally couldn't control how quickly he went side to side last year yeah. to actually yeah. stop a puck.
1: And then here he is. Everywhere else, though, like, he looked good in Detroit. He looked fine in Carolina. He's looked fine in Carolina so far. So if he – I think if he does fine in net, I think the hurricane there's no reason why the Hurricanes can't really come out of the East, especially with somehow – You know what he
0: definitely – you know what he definitely did not look fine in that game, when Claude Giroux came just oh, idling down the lane – on a breakaway, and just slapped a slap shot right (laughs) down the 5-hole. Oh my god! It was just brutal and awesome.
1: I will say, I think my favorite part of that goal, though, is that uh, Heather got, like, the best picture ever of it. Because then he did the stadium series, like, yeah, what's up? Does everybody like that goal?
0: Are you not (laughs) turned I I love that that's Claude Giroux's signature move now. I love that he's just like... Hell yeah, I'm going to lean into the gladiator move.
1: <laughs> yeah, it should. I mean, I'm pumped it's too. It's a badass move. That, that goal was good. It was a little fortuitous with the whole Myers-Outlet pass, but great goal. And then the, the goal on Saturday, where he just kind of walked around everybody and slammed it home. It's nice It's nice to know that we don't need Claude Drew to do that every single game now, but it's still nice to see that he, he has it. He's still got it, in my opinion. i He's
0: still the man.
1: So I think they're, uh, once AV figures out the other top six line, I'm kind of getting, uh, I feel like right now, out of all the lines, Limblom, Katoria, Konechny, and then on defense, Provroff, and Niskanen. I feel like those two units are pretty set up. Like we, the, we know what we have in them. They're pretty good. There's no reason to mess with it. I think it's the rest of it now, uh, on offense, if they can figure out anything to do with the top, uh, the other top six line, which, I, again, I think Nolan Patrick comes back coming back helps a lot with that. And I yeah. still, we still don't really know anything about that. But uh, even Drew Hayes-Voracek wouldn't mind going back to once Lawton comes back. But uh, And then on defense, I mean, Sandheim and Myers. That's something else I wanted to talk about. Sandheim and Myers, I thought.
0: Attorneys at law.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they really do sound like yeah
0: sanheim and mayors defending your rights all day and night but they uh sanheim de- and mayors <laughs> de- i was trying to think of another i couldn't think of another good like uh slip and slip and fall give sanheim a call but yeah
1: <laughs> well that's you're sl- you're leading in the better call solid territory there
0: absolutely right. i think crossover time
1: oh my god what is uh did, when, when is when is the last season of Better Call Saul come out? I'm so behind on that. When, is when,
0: that? when does the next season come out? I think it comes out in, I want to say February, but I, I don't know for sure. I'll, I'm always down for more Better Call Saul, though. So I'm what? as soon as I know, I'll let you know first. All
1: right, you tell me. I won't do any research and, and don't then, anybody tell me them. I'm, I'm only uh, going to listen to Steve on the update for Better Call Saul. Yeah. But I was going to yeah, say...
0: I'll We'll just have a podcast where I tell you about what happened on Better Call Saul. On a given week.
1: Okay. So while we're here, because I wasn't expecting to talk about Butter Call Saul, but I feel like it's kinda close. I had another idea for a spin-off podcast. You tell me what you're thinking. Okay. It's called Breaking Badgemen. You and I talk about Breaking Bad, but we blare Breaking Benjamin the whole time and we can't hear each other. What are your oh, thoughts? Boy. <laughs> Is that good <laughs> or bad?
0: Uh it sounds loud.
1: Sounds loud sounds bad, by the way. A hundred percent sober when I thought of that podcast. I was driving yesterday and I decided that would be the worst podcast option available. Wasn't going to talk about it, but
0: well, that's essentially,
1: I wasn't expecting a better call. Saul reference and, you know, getting there. So
0: that's a good show that I would love to go back and, and discuss with someone and just a terrible, terrible music choice to back that up. (laughs) If you could make this a regular feature where you think of a good crossover shitty podcast TV show discussion. I'm I'm all about it.
1: Okay. All right. I'll work on it and uh, I'll piece it together. But uh where is it going? Okay. Carolina game. They had four defensemen played twenty minutes or more. So I feel like that means A V might be pretty comfortable with throwing out Sandheim and Myers out there. And the Sandheim stuff, guess what he stopped falling over and now there's absolutely no more concerns about Sandheim anymore in my opinion. Or at least that's how I feel. He's been driving play all season. Uh, Every once in a while, he'll have some questionable uh, decisions in D-zone, but besides that, he's making plays offensively, and the puck is usually in the uh, the offensive zone when he's on the ice. So he he's fine. And Myers is just a gigantic dude that skates really well, and I could be a pretty formidable formidable pair going forward. And that also lets Ghost see third pair of minutes and hopefully get sheltered uh, work, and then gets uh, can start producing offense.
0: So as opposed to a gigantic dude who's just a gigantic dude.
1: Uh, yeah, he's a giant. yeah, he's just, you know, he's not just big, he's he's big and fast, I guess. I don't know.
0: I mean, the thing <laughs> is Phil Myers, I mean, he's he's a great skater for a man of his size, but I, I want to credit Charlie for pointing this out, but he's just a, a really good skater yeah, in general.
1: Fast. Yeah, yeah, I think he said that. But yeah.
0: especially for a man of his size, so it's a an invaluable asset, and frankly, for getting him as a an undrafted free agent because that's what he was right
1: yeah no that was one of the two uh free agent signings that hextall made on players that could have been could have uh gone into the draft again but he got them after they went undrafted once him mike, and uh igor zamula who also we will talk about later in the podcast
0: mike mamula uh, a but lot of just building
1: Shadowing if, the episode
0: so. if you get any value out of a guy like that, any value, it's really a miracle. Yeah. and to have a potential top six defenseman. again, I might be getting ahead of myself, but I think the skills are there, and I think that's just great value. So it's it's good to see what we've seen out of him. Hopefully, he stays up and they they keep with that pairing and don't go back to the robert hagwell
1: i I mean, I, I'm thinking, Hag is already kind of out of the picture. Not yeah. completely out, but I think he may be moving towards being the seventh defenseman. And
0: I know again, the hitmen are gonna be upset about this, but <laughs> it's
1: the hitmen are gonna be upset. And also, speaking of the other group of people that uh, you know, kill people and like flowers defensive prospects, the Moran Mafia I think is gonna be upset. I think I just saw he got hurt tonight in Lehigh Valley. So his it, he might miss some time now too. Which again, Sam Moran, I don't think he's gonna be anything. And I, he looked like shit against the Islanders, but I don't want to get hurt. You know, I don't I'm,
0: want him to get hurt. I yeah, want I him to get play playing of time,
1: of time in the NHL. Like, I wouldn't mind him getting up and getting more chances in the NHL. But I mean, guy, he really does have some really terrible injury luck. Him and him and Pascal Le just they just, I man, just can't catch a break at all. Any level of hockey, they just seemingly get some catching some bad breaks, but. Uh, Myers real quick. I was going to roll off some, uh, Myers stats, one assist, three shots on goal in three games so far, uh, played 2030 against Carolina. Uh, that's his career high for ice time in a single game. Uh, it's only the second time in his first 24 NHL games where he broke 20 minutes. Uh, he played 20, 28 against the Canadians on February 21st, uh, last season, he got a 50 coins of four percentage and 53.15 expected goals, four percentage and 48, 31 five on five play so far. Uh, and then with Sanheim, they have a 49.18 quasi four percentage and a 48.79 expected goals, four percentage and forty-sixteen. They're also three and O when it comes to goal differential. And I feel like those underlying numbers are a little underwhelming, but that is also three games or one of the games was the Carolina game. We all watched, which I don't, nobody really had amazing underlying numbers after that game because they got hemmed in their own zone, but big fan of Sanheim Myers. That's where I'm at. Uh, big fan of that pair and then also i think it sets up the situation where i feel like ghost is gonna actually get his confidence back and get back into the swing i think i feel like the whole everything with ghost is confidence my my buddy said that uh steve when i went to the game on saturday i feel like it's all confidence
0: i i that's just wisdom right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know um, and but yeah. I agree. I agree. It's health and confidence with him. And ghost is not one of those guys. He's not a Sean Couturier where he can still be phenomenal if he's hurt or unconfident. Like it, Couturier is Couturier no matter what. But I'd yeah, say really with think. somebody like ghost or even, even Claude Giroux to an extent, uh, Claude Giroux, I don't think has the, the highs and lows necessarily that ghost does. He has the highs, but I wouldn't yeah. say he has the lows. Uh, ghost is so just, he is very dependent on that confidence, on that health. And when yeah. one of those things are off, it's just not the same.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, I mean, we've seen, I think it wasn't there last year. Uh, he had some issues during the 2018 postseason uh, about apparently he was seen pouty because he was getting ice time or something about that. But, yeah, he is a guy, I think, on the fire, probably the biggest example of the flyers of a guy that, like you said, it swings the most with his confidence. Like, but if, once he once he gets it back, I'm not giving up on him. I think he's going to get it back, and I think once he does it, he's going to be able to help the team out a lot, playing minimal minutes, but maybe chipping in a few points, you know, every couple games. But uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm still. I know some people are already there with Ghost in terms of uh, giving up on him, but uh, I'm, I'm giving him more time, Steve. I don't know how you. Uh, I don't know. You giving up on Ghost yet?
0: You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm one of the top ghost supporters. I don't know if there's a ghost group for that, but you know, I'm the the president of whatever that ghost support group is the Shane squad.
1: <laughs> there you go. Shane squad.
0: Yeah. I'm the president of the Shane squad. I'm a huge ghost supporter. And that's not just because I got his Jersey uh, at a very discounted price at Models one day, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Shane Goss Despair just is one of the most exciting flyers defensemen I've ever seen. And he has skills that nobody else really has on this defense that when he's at the top of that confidence and that health there, he is an invaluable resource to this, this entire organization. So it is not time to give up on him and keep on trucking along.
1: I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about a ghost app, but then also you mentioned a flyer, so and I thought maybe uh, you could talk about your TJ Maxx store. Or use the uh, TJ Maxx. uh,
0: What I was, I was in TJ Maxx looking for Halloween costume uh, accoutrement, and uh, I saw a Flyers hoodie like with the the, like lace up uh, neck thing, and I'm like, well, I gotta get that. (laughs) It was was fifty bucks, and I feel like here's my biggest thing: the Flyers gear that's being put out there currently by fanatics is shit. It is terrible. OK, you can quote me on that. It is shit.
1: Oh, no, I and will. I'll tell them directly.
0: Please tell them, because I demand that they start going back to actual like good companies that produce quality stuff. <laughs> the, the fact that they don't have Mitchell and Ness making throwback stuff anymore is a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. And the garbage they have on the website. And I've gotten a couple fanatics things and they have been garbage, just garbage. <laughs> And so I saw this one. uh, I think it's an old time hockey produced hoodie from a couple years back, but I was like 50 bucks. Hell yeah. And it wasn't even quite the size I wanted. It was like a little smaller than I wanted. I'm like, Nope. Getting it, getting it 50 bucks done. There you go. Yeah.
1: I was going to say TJ Maxx though. It's where you get hoodies. I believe (laughs) (laughs) the tagline
0: sponsor of the show. Of course, TJ Maxx. That's where you get hoodies.
1: (laughs) Um, but the Shane Goss uh fact I was going to share, and this is from Adam uh, Kimmelman, speaks to you know the whole offense thing. Uh, Ghost uh, got an assist on Couture's goal on Tuesday night, which put him tenth all time uh, in uh, scoring among Philadelphia defensemen. So now he has one hundred and forty-five points, or he has one hundred and forty-five assists. He's tenth all time on the defenseman list for assists, and now he's one point behind Doug Crossman for eighth on all-time points. And he has 192 currently. So Jimmy Watson is ninth all time with 148 assists. So Ghost just needs four more assists, and he's ninth all time on the assist list. And he is seven points away from being sixth all time on the Flyers' D-man list uh, scoring list. Uh, Doug Crossman is eighth with 193. Bob Daly seventh with 194, and Joe Watson is sixth with 198. So he he's a handful of points away from being Within the handful of the best, you know, scoring defensemen that the Flyers have ever had, so it speaks to the skill that's there. And this is his fifth year with the team, which isn't a ton, and he's already moving up the ranks. And I know, you know, developing defensemen with the Flyers has kind of been a problem for the franchise forever. I think. Yeah, and, you know, it's not really there, but still, he's. We've seen what he can do when he's on top of his game, and I just hope we see it soon i don't think he actually played that terribly against carolina i mean it wasn't himself but he just wasn't uh he still wasn't to where he usually is you know being goes and whatnot but um i'm gonna you want me to rattle through these games real quick some of these uh you, you want to talk about the games
0: let's talk about that game
1: I'll Talk about the games uh, Talk about them
0: old games
1: Talking about the Carolina game. Uh, Friday's game against Jersey, I thought the uh, I thought it was just sloppy overall because the ice was kind of sloppy, and then the, the teams played to 52 unblocked shot attempts at five on five, which is the lowest event game all season for the Flyers, meaning there's was the least amount of offense, combined offense for both teams in one game, at five on five. It was a pretty it was a pretty gross Devils Flyers game. You know, a classic Devils Flyers game, but.
2: Classic more
0: sloppy Devils-Flyers game.
1: And uh, Justin Brown had himself a game, had that beautiful goal where he uh, pretty much did a swan dive into Carter Hart and pushed the puck into the net.
0: That uh, was called ode to Andrew McDonald.
1: Yeah, just bringing back the Amakos. And then uh, Matt Niskanen, holy shit. Matt Niskanen, well, we kind of, you know, we already talked about Matt Niskanen last week being uh, pretty good at defense, but he murdered Jack Hughes on Friday, and it was... God damn, was that a good hit? It was just shoulder to shoulder.
0: Welcome to the league, Rook.
1: Just planted him, and then Kyle Palmieri tried to fight him, and then ended up just falling over. It was a beautiful slate. Just Devils being a bunch of idiots out on the ice, and uh, that's all I got to say about Manistee. Still doing defensive things, still killing out there. Uh, Also, the PK went two for four. Second time they have allowed two goals or more all season, and of course, the first time they allowed two goals against was against Edmonton, where their PK went 0 for two because that game was the game from hell. But that was also the first game with Russoff. See, I, I guess we could go there. Uh, Verobioff being called up. Mikhail Verobioff's been called up, and German Russoff was sent down. Did you did you notice German Russoff during this uh, this little call-up here these last three games? I felt like he I, I didn't really notice him too much out there.
0: I'm going to push my, my fake glasses up my nose here <laughs> and go, uh well of course you didn't notice him because he's the germ he's microscopic no uh, bad jokes aside I didn't notice shit from German Ruby stuff a hundred percent a Ruby performance from him just hanging out taking note notes in the back the true nerd in the room I'm, God this, damn it Ruby
1: this was not yeah he a hundred percent was not the germ uh so let's talk about just a fourth on overall has not been great uh but. German Russoff had zero points. One shot on goal was minus one in three games. Uh, he saw eight minutes of play against the Devils, 6.54 against the Maple Leafs, and then 7.52 against the Hurricanes. Got sent down because the fourth line is is, is trash and has been trash pretty much all season, but uh, examples of that are against the Devils. The fourth line was Terensky, Rupsoff, and Stewart. 50 of 4 percentage and a 41.12 expected goals 4 percentage in a 6.46 apply. That... See that's talent right there. If the fourth line's been doing that, that's not a problem. Not the greatest numbers, but still they're not getting murdered at at five on five.
0: Well, that's Flyers MVP Chris Stewart for you.
1: Yeah, and then and then Chris Stewart also who uh, then has sat the last two games. Uh, Tarinski roofs off Pitluck against uh, Tarinski roofs off Pitluck. Pot
0: luck Pot against
1: luck. the Leafs. Twenty courses and four percentage in zero. Michael Raphael. Expected goals four percent man. Yeah. Michael Michael Raphael. I said on the forecast, uh my godson's name is Raphael. That's what it is. I know it's Michael Raffle. Sorry. Um I'm a great great godparent. Don't t- don't cut that out. I'm a terrible one. Uh and then against the no, her- that's
0: a, a name drop for you. That's a name like- drop. That's not a mispronunciation.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a name drop. It's uh it's when Michael Raffle wants to uh Talk about art or something. I don't know.
0: No, it's when Michael Raffle wants to eat pizza and hang out in the sewers, of course.
1: Yeah, just hang out with a bunch of turtles. Yeah. Uh, and then. Trin- cool, but crude. Pitlick against the Hurricanes. Yeah, pretty bad. So the 4th line night's been doing terrible. Uh, and I'm just trying to switch it up again, maybe get Verobiev up here without Stuart in, Let's see how Verobiev and uh, Pitlick play together. I think the other problem is Pitlick. Uh, I don't think it's just Stuart that's been not great, but we'll see how. Uh, We'll see how these four, fourth lines do without Stewart. Stewart was another thing too last week where we were worried about AV and how we heard the the horror stories from Rangers fans about how he wouldn't bench Tanner Glass and how he kept getting rolls and how Dan Girardi was with the team forever and he wouldn't sit. And then we were worried about the same thing with Chris Stewart. And now Chris Stewart's been sitting the last two games because the fourth line has been working. So it's another thing, we were supposed to be worried about a lot of things with AV. And it looks like, I don't know, early on, it seems like some of the stuff may have been overblown from other teams' fan bases, but...
0: Well, again, it's early on. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really the honeymoon period.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can definitely still see him. I'm not trying to get... I'm just saying it seems like he... It's,
0: it's still the period when you're like, man, you're so much better than my ex. You're just, in every way, <laughs> definitely, you're way really cooler. cooler. Yeah. We, we just do so many more fun things. We're not stuck inside, boring. And then in two years, we're gonna be like sitting on the couch, going, "So, um, you want to do anything tonight?" "No."
1: Two years, I'm not gonna be thanking them for meals. You're not gonna say they look good. Yeah, it's all—it's gonna become a whole thing. We're all aware.
0: But the love will be gone. But for now, gone. it's a, a passionate, passionate love affair.
1: For right now, I'm still. in I think it. of
0: when I think of Elaine Vigneault, <laughs> the gal on the ass crew, I think of passionate love affairs. <laughs>
1: But I think you're right, though. That's probably what more, because like now I'm like, oh, he's playing Limblong. This is great. Or like, hey, the fourth line's getting murdered, and he's doing something about it. This is interesting. This was fun to me. A coach that makes changes to the weaknesses of a team—that's astounding. Not used to that, but yeah, there it is. Also, I enjoyed uh, that Dave. Ha- I wonder. I wonder when Dave Hacksaw is going to be coach of the Leafs. I feel like it's coming, Steve.
0: It's got to be coming, and I know there's there's already been a couple Steve Simmons specials uh, basically saying, oh. like, oh, when's it going to be bad? When's Bob Oh, gonna oh okay.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> I, I think I've stated this before, but my single least favorite ping on any Slack network is when I get the Steve Simmons ping. Oh, that yes. is just so annoying to me because I'm like, <laughs> I don't care what this asshole is saying the one time i cared was because he was dunking on babcock after like a month of hockey Does that matters <laughs> yeah. oh, at least i'm gonna make the playoffs definitely not they were freaking out after they beat the flyers in a shootout like oh yeah they got two points and the flyers are you know they're pretty good let's maybe calm down guys
1: yeah i was gonna say they they're acting like it's the end of the world and they are uh fine so far We'll see how uh, we'll see how they react on Saturday after the Flyers game. But it's uh how can you imagine? I mean, it's there. This is the uh, the St. Louis blueprint. Look underwhelming until around Christmas, then hire Haxtell, and then let the uh, I guess turn away from Frederick Anderson, go with like uh, whoever the third or fourth goalie in the franchise is, and just go from there. Go with the uh, and then we'll have Dave Haxtell as the Stanley Cup champion this this summer. I'm excited. It's not going to happen. But uh, it let's just talk fits the me. mold.
0: It fits the mold. It feels right by right. I mean, horrifically depressing. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, though, because Lavi has appeared, but he actually has not won. And you could probably argue he's uh, the better coach than than Craig Barubi. But oh, I,
1: I think so, too, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I hey, Craig barubi has got that ring more recently than Lavi.
1: That's true, yeah. I wonder how many people would pick Craig Berube over Peter LaViolette in a one-versus-one poll. I think most people lean towards LaViolette, right? Almost all of them?
0: I think most people, but the "How what-have-you-done-for-me-lately crowd is 100% going with Craig Berube.
1: The people that, after I tweet out the advanced stats for a period, that respond to the Broad Street Hockey Twitter account with, well, the score's 2-1. Those people are probably the ones that- Shut
0: up, Nerd! (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, those are probably the people that... Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, but speaking of those leaves though... but well, I mean, the Flyers did look pretty good. I'll be honest with you. I had, didn't really watch this game. I was there. It was my birthday. So, like, the I the first period, they didn't look great. And then, apparently, in the second, oh, wow, worked really well. So, that there you go. And but, a
0: that, happy I mean, birthday, Craig. I know uh, it's a good 83rd year of life for you.
1: Yeah, I'm looking all right for 83. Uh, I mean, you can tell I'm 83 by the way I act and the way I talk on here. But uh, I'm feeling pretty
0: good. How you bright. often how you often will just yell out in the middle of the podcast, get off my lawn. Huh?
1: I do things like that often. So uh, that type of stuff, talking about how I need to change the thermostat. Uh, yeah. You know, you often
0: forget them. where you are. You eat, <laughs> you eat, I was going to say you eat dinner at 4.30, but it's a.m., <laughs> not p.m.
1: I like to think of a, uh, I like to picture myself when I'm an old guy, like uh, Herb. Like you remember Bill Hader on SNL when he would be Herb as like the uh, the, the reporter that was 83 and just oh, yeah. didn't, know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be that's how I like to picture myself when I'm older. It's just pissing people off and not knowing what I'm doing. That sounds about right. I yeah. mean, it sounds
0: 100% par for the course, right there.
1: Uh, it was made, that made for this game. though. 40 shots on goal. Uh, third game this season they with 40 plus shots. They have 52 against Edmonton. 46 against Columbus. Provorov two point game and seven shots on goal in 28:06. And then of course Drew with a goal and assist for a Check with two assists. 28:06.
0: Uh, still playing a lot of minutes, huh?
1: Yeah, still playing a lot of minutes. Uh, a
0: little more effective this year than the previous year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Provorov Niskin Paris. I, I like it so far.
0: Yeah. I I really I am all on board with Niski business, and I did not think I was going to be.
1: Oh, same. Yeah, I'm
0: sliding across the floor in my boxers and my slippies and my sunglasses, and I'm going Matt Niskanen, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'd be wearing a Niskanen jersey in the Nisky business scenario here.
1: I guess so. Or well, I mean, if it's Nisky business, you would be sliding across just in the underwear, though. Well, (laughs) no, yeah,
0: I think I believe he has. You know, let's go oh, with he my does. business knowledge here, but he's got the shirt on. He,
1: he does have the button up, yeah, I think yeah, you're right. But yeah, but he's
0: just got no pants. Yeah. As one does.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, but no pants is pretty much once you get in the front door. How many people wear you
0: all do this at hockey games, by the way. Show it with no pants and baton <laughs> and sunglasses, and I'm sure security will be fine with it.
1: How far into the stadium do you think you could get with the, the Nisky business outfit?
0: I or mean, my buddy... My buddy made it in in a full orange jumpsuit as Orange Man. Well, I mean it's that he did have pants on, although we did have to tell him to wear a cup because, yeah,
1: pants on under wait, like he was wearing the orange thing, but then he had like a pair of like jeans on.
0: No, no, like he he didn't have pants over the orange. <laughs> yeah, that sounds
1: like uh, he was
0: Orange Man, but he, he didn't have pants. But let's just say he needed to he needed to cover. Some stuff up initially. The initial, I, got I,
1: like, I, got, I gotcha. You got need it. to, yeah. No I mean, you I'm got, seeing too much, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say I do have a new idea though of just wearing the orange managed suit and then canceling out by just wearing street clothes. So then people will see me and be like, why don't, why are you wearing clothes? Why are you not? You
0: changing? have like an orange face mask on and you got the sleeves and you're wearing yeah. jeans and like, a, I don't know. Like, let's a say no. a polo. actually, I think a polo would be very funny with it.
1: A business business attire, just a tie.
0: (laughs) You just show up as business casual, but the orange man suit, and you're like,
2: yeah. Wearing a,
1: I'm wearing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing a hat that's just a smaller version of the orange man suit, so it all just connects together. I like this. This is, this is good. We're not doing this, but somebody should do this. I We'll find somebody. I know somebody. Uh, You want to throw him out there? You want to throw him under the bus on air? No. Get out to the. Oh, okay. All right uh power play went two for six fifth time they scored two power play goals or more in a game in their first 14 games that's a pretty good sign and then oh putting drew back on the right, uh, left side surprised that's working i'm kidding i'm not surprised that's working i don't know why we weren't doing <laughs> it's been working the last couple games pretty well so that's good uh carolina game do i have any interesting oh uh the 40.96 Scoring venue adjusted course of four percentage and thirty-three point eighteen score venue adjusted, expected goals four percentage. The second lowest uh expected goals four percentage of the season for the Flyers, uh the lowest was their loss against the Islanders. So they did get massacred against the hurricanes. It was just, you know, Carter Harbour was doing pretty well, which again, I'm fine with these predictions. I I hope all these predictions are wrong actually at this point, because I can't believe I got I'm uh I think I'm over three, right?
0: I think. I think so, but, but yeah. who can really keep track of these things? Again, there's no way to tell.
1: No, yeah, we can't go back and listen to those, so uh, I'm hoping
0: I, you know, why would somebody do that?
1: Although if you want to, that'd be pretty nice, because, mm. uh, ching But, uh, yeah. The, cha-ching!
0: Where's this money coming from?
1: Uh, you know, they click on it, we get more extra clicks, that's
0: how it works, baby. Get oh, the that's wallet. how, okay, step three, step one, make underwear, step three, profit. Yeah, yeah. Or steel
2: armor. Steel, Harbor. Uh, steel Okay, yeah.
0: A, like forty-year-old South Park reference,
2: but you know. <laughs> uh
1: oh, yeah, bro down. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Wait, no, I don't. It's a pop culture reference, of course at all. It
0: is a yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God the game I have planned for you later is hockey knowledge and not pop culture. Now,
1: anything outside in the real world knowledge? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I should be golden if that's the case. but it's strictly just hockey, I'm still nervous because I don't like. As we know, I am the, the quiz king, and I well, don't you're, like...
0: You're the quiz king, but you're also 83 years old, so you don't <laughs> like surprises. Yeah, exactly. Uh, surprises? No! <laughs> I'm
1: just going to respond. Yeah, I'm just going to do the, the old man sound and everything. I can't.
0: Uh, you should get a cane to start tapping on the floor angrily when you get one wrong. <laughs> ah,
1: dagnabbit. Uh, you I mean,
0: whippersnappers!
1: I wanna. Uh, I guess we should talk about Bobby Brink, right? There's still a lot of. No, this this outline's done. Oh, Verobie and Rusev. Okay, let's talk about
2: the that.
0: Bobby Brink. Uh,
1: do you like that? I don't know why, yet?
0: but I just think of like the Big Bopper when I hear a name like that. <laughs> it's me, the Big Bopper. It's me, Bobby Brink. <laughs> <laughs> sound like the
1: Whiz there to me. Oh,
0: no, the know. Big Bopper kind of. You know, the Wiz. Yeah, it's kind of. They're, they're. I believe they're brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, they go. Yeah, historically, yeah. yeah. I mean, did you uh and songs consist of just you know calling people up on the phone and, and having a conversation
1: yeah that's fair uh, yeah, that's a, a good point yeah uh would you have called somebody else besides Vorobiev up? any other options i
0: the Who is option even I, on the phantoms anymore is mike manilok still there
1: mike manilok's a good option is I think peter you know, white still there still there uh i always i kept throwing out nak and apparently uh, according to Charlie, a friend of the show, uh, the Flyers may not be that high on him, so that's why he may not be. NAKJB.
0: The NAKGB yeah. is going to be very upset about that. Yeah. I don't think this group actually exists, by the way. They I've, I've don't. The NAKGB. <laughs> that's here. the one.
1: That's the one where you came up with the best nickname, and there's nobody that
0: is it's, like NAK's AK's corner. <laughs> amazing nickname, and nobody gives a
1: shit. Nobody gives a shit. It's just going go to go into the radar. I appreciate it. I acknowledge it, Steve. Uh, I was going to say Morgan Frost is another one, too, that's been getting. I think everybody wanted Morgan Frost to come up because he's been killing it down there. But I really don't. It, he's going to be playing fourth line minutes. It's not a thing where he's going to look like himself up here.
0: It's, it's not fun. a good fit for him. I'd uh, rather it. Morgan Frost be a top six to nine role. Nice. But nice. Well, we're seeing it with Farabee right now. Uh, Colin yeah. Farabee up. He's getting top six minutes and he has earned every one of them because he looks fantastic. That goal in the Carolina game was. Hot fire. That was mm. a spicy meat of ball. It was fantastic. Was Lots of donkey sauce. It was a river of donkey sauce. Because he stayed with that All puck. Right. He stayed persistent. And uh oh, good mm. shot. Nice move.
1: Just a waterbed of donkey sauce. Just an overflowing, a babbling brook of donkey sauce is what that goal
0: was. No, but
1: that goal was it was it was a thing of beauty because, like you said, created the chance, followed up on his rebound. And also he just had he, the Flyers couldn't do anything on the offensive zone, and he had two or three shifts where he just went into the offensive zone himself on a four-check and got the puck and started a cycle. And they ended up being the only times he had pressure in the game. I feel like so he he really did have a big game yesterday.
2: Uh, yeah, and he had I, a big I, game. I'm excited to hear. Yeah,
0: I just I love that he looks like he belongs. Like he, there's yeah. never um there's not too many moments where you look and you think. I don't think Joel Farabee should be up here. I just don't think he looked Like, you see that with Farobia. You see that with the germ. Moments where you just don't think they're ready. You even still see that with guys like, uh, you're seeing that with guys like Sandheim. even. Like, Sanheim, we know he belongs up here. We know he is definitely one of the better defensemen on this team. But he struggled a little bit this year. He's had a couple starfish moments. In a few games for Farabee, I haven't seen too many moments like that. And that's really impressive.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and he's also doing pretty well in terms of just like, I don't know. This is gonna sound like when he's battling. Oh, that's that's a bad. But when he's like the physical You're stuff. Imposter. Yeah, I know the physical stuff that you know you wouldn't expect for a younger player to be able to handle. Already, it seems like he's not struggling with it all. Like the getting down low into the greasy areas, the knocking people off pucks, the taking hits in the hits in the corner when he when he's retrieving a puck. Like it seems like he's handling all that. Yeah, pretty well. It seems like you were saying there he doesn't need to go back down to the AHL for anything. He he's up here to stay for good. And it looks like he's finally on top of that, it. Looks like he's starting to get even better now. It looks like he's starting yeah, to get the game over a little, yeah. It, Which it is
0: just insane. It definitely does look like he's starting to get even better. It looks it really looks like he's improving with each game. And I'm just I'm very impressed by Joel Farabee and he's really young still is the best part. He's really young like him and Carter Hart are both incredibly young guys to be playing as well as they are at the stage they're at.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think and I think Farabee's success too should kind of maybe limit people's uh, or how upset they are that Frost wasn't called up just now. I actually don't know how many people are really were uh, upset with the Frost uh, not getting called up,
2: but I don't, I, think, I
0: think people. more people. I think more people had a consensus that Frost didn't look NHL ready yeah. at that point than Farabee. I think Farabee had. I think it, between Farabee's size and just how he looked in preseason, I think more people really felt strongly that Farabee should have made the team.
1: Yeah. By the way, I was watching some of the they had the Phantoms on the NHL Network tonight, and I was watching some of that before we started recording. Nothing of a note happened when I was watching. They did a bunch of goals happen, but I had it on the background. I didn't see Morgan Frost or anything. I did hear about the Sam Marin injury though, so we should uh, just keep just keeping an eye on that, but. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's, uh, I forget. What, what do you want to talk about now? Do you want to do the games now? Or should yeah, we talk about, uh...
0: Let's do the game. We said we were going to do the games before, and then...
1: Yeah, we should. Do, do you that.
0: mean the game or the games? Because we talked about the Devils game. And oh, yeah, let's go
1: Let's them. go into the games then, yeah, because I just kind of went over stats oh. for you. I mean, the, uh... yeah. So the, the Devils,
0: Devils. Let's talk about the, the Leafs.
1: Yeah, the Leafs game, I thought, was, uh, it was a tale of two games, kind of. I mean, the first period, they didn't look great. Uh, the first period, they had a 27.59 course of four percentage and a 27.98 expected goals four percentage. And then the rest of the game had a 65.11 expected goals four percentage. So they just kind of rough couple 20 minutes to start and then just kind of flip the game from there on out. Uh, and 40, like I said, 40 shots on goal, third time they've done that this year. Um, I mean, the Leafs the Leafs right now, they still were without Tavares and they, them and the Lightning, I think, are two teams that I said on the forecast, there's nothing they can do now that will prove that they will have success later in the year. And there are two teams that for the last two seasons, well, not the Lightning, the Lightning for the last couple of years in the playoffs have faltered, but nothing quite like last year. And then the Leafs the last two years, it has not matter what they've done in the regular season. The question is, can you beat the Bruins? So I think right now both these teams are kind of fighting motivation. And I think that's kind of why maybe the Flyers may have looked as well as he did on Saturday maybe. And maybe why teams are, maybe why their fans are kind of freaking out about a shootout win over the Flyers. I don't know. But either way, I...
0: Two points is two points, baby. I don't understand why you're upset. Yeah, two points is
1: two points. And also I thought uh, I mean, looking at from the Flyers perspective, Sanheim had that other, you know, fell over game. But then he also had that really good goal in the third period. And I thought Claude Drew's goal was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that was thought that was a fine game, especially on the second half of back to back against a, a rested team. I thought they looked pretty good. Steven, your thoughts?
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. Can't disagree with that one, really. <laughs> but no, I, th- the- I thought they looked pretty good, and
1: yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, and then the the hurricane ones we've uh, we've talked about. A little bit, just pretty much they got caved in and Carter Hart did Carter Hart stuff. And then Drew's goal was fancy. Farabee's goal was beautiful. Uh, Konekne just cleaned up the grease. I will say I did enjoy Konekne slamming the puck home into the back bar on a wide open net. Like, I just thought that was, I don't know. It was just fun. That
0: was some beautiful jerkstore action right there. Yeah.
1: And Niskanen, a pair of, I believe he had the two primary uh, assists on the first two goals. So he set up the Couturier goal and he set up the, um, set up the connecting goal as well. But uh, it's his first multi-point game as a flyer, his first since he had a goal and an assist against the Caps and a 4-3 overtime win over the Avs on February 7th. Uh, and then I already said the ghost info. Oh, uh, Myers' first point of the season was a secondary assist on Drew's goal, which, again, was it was a little fortuitous, but that's, I don't know. Myers has looked fine to me so far. Like, he's looked good. I, I
0: He's looked better than Haig.
1: Yeah, which, again, no, not a... Big hurdle to clear, but it's not I, a big
0: hurdle, but big considering, you know, finding your place in the top six right. and who's scratched. I think that is it's not a big hurdle, it, but a it's matters. a hurdle and it's it's something that matters because yeah. essentially you want Myers to stay up here. And look, we, we didn't want Sam Warren to get hurt. Absolutely not. But as far as Myers being up here, that certainly, you know, plays a factor into him staying up a little longer because Sam Warren was down there on a conditioning stint.
1: Yeah, and him, I mean, you know, it's weird. I think – I'm wondering what the injury for my, uh, Marin's going to be. And also, I mean, he may have come back. I, we started recording in the middle of the third period, and I was getting a thing about how he hasn't played. He didn't play for like the last certain amount of time in the second and hasn't played yet in the third. So he may be –
0: What are you doing to me, Craig? Give me, me false – He might
1: be fine. You know.
0: Fake news, Craig, over here.
1: <laughs> you know me. I, I hate facts. But I was going to say the uh, – he – in a weird way, it might actually be better if he got some kind of injury, because then we don't have to worry about him going through waivers, and then he can just go on LTIR, and then they can put him on another conditioning stint in Lehigh Valley, and then the question of trying to pull him up through waivers, and hopefully nobody... You know, the the idea of putting him through waivers gets pushed off a little bit if he ends up getting hurt. Because right now, uh, I mean, we recorded on Thursday last week, so that 14-day conditioning stint is down to I think he's got another week. So it's another week where you have to, you got a week left where you have to put him on waivers again, I believe that's how it works.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I I know they're, they're desperately, the problem is they desperately don't want to put him on waivers. They don't want to lose him for nothing. And absolutely not because they have invested a lot of time and money into his development at the same time. You know, I'm not sure there's a place for him in this system right now. And I'm not sure he has trade value.
2: And it's a a
0: really difficult place to be in.
2: Yeah.
1: And also, going back to what you said about uh, the whole, you know, uh, I'm still, I felt the whole time when we had Hextall, I didn't want, you just never lose an asset for nothing. And there's always a risk of that with waivers. So even now, past the Hextall phase, and even with a player like Marin, who I've said, like, I I just don't think he's going to ever become anything in the NHL. I'm still all about figuring out ways to just not put that dude on waivers. So you just lose him no matter what. And I think a way around that could be, I mean, depending on, a lot of it depends on, like you're saying, how Myers plays now. Because if he plays well, then you can look at the idea of trading Hag, who should have value around the league. Hag is a guy, I mean, the least just trade for Cody Ceci, uh Uh, The Ducks just traded for Eric Branson. You can trade these stay-at-home defensemen that don't do much offensively a lot easier than other assets, uh, it, it seems. And Sam Moran, yeah, hasn't had a lot of experience in the NHL. I really don't know what you would get for him. You might be able to get something for Hag. Maybe not something useful, but you could... I feel like you could get a decent pick for him. I know this is also...
0: And shall hit leader. Come on.
1: How many times? I also understand the idea of like trading hag has been thrown around by Flyers fans forever, but I'm saying at this point, you know, the top four looks like it's and Proveroff and hopefully it's going to be Sandheim and Myers, which is kind of what people were throwing out there at the beginning of the season before he got demoted in training camp. I mean, on the third pair, I think Ghost and Braun are better than any other combination that you could throw in there with. Hager Marin so it's and it looks like it's them Hager Marin on the outside you know and then I th- it, I feel like it'd be real hard to trade Marin right now
2: <laughs>
1: I think, I I think, think so. the so easier, it, yeah
0: I can't see a GM really wanting to give up value when he is probably going to get through the waivers unless he really thinks that 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 potential is there that potential yeah. that Paul Holmgren saw a few years back when he drafted him. And uh, it just the update on uh, Morin at this point is uh, I see from uh, Tony Androkodis, uh didn't see Sam Morin out there for the third period. So it doesn't look like he came back to that game. We don't know the status. This is all speculation at this point. But essentially, we want to talk about this objectively as possible. Uh, just stating the fact that, you know, for Phil Myers to stay up here, and the defense to play optimal, I mean, essentially a Morin injury. I, don't, I, I really think it helps that, but it it's advantageous to the Flyers for not having to put him through waivers or anything, as you said. Yeah, the
1: the but, only reason why the injury would help right now is because last week they put him on the conditioning stint, which felt like it was just them buying time to figure out what to do with Morin before putting him through waivers. So if he was to get an injury, theoretically, I'm, unless I'm missing a step, all he'd have to do was put him on LTIR, and then you don't have to worry about putting him through waivers there, and then he can do the conditioning set again, so it's another two weeks in the AHL, and then he can put the risk of him putting through waivers. That's the only reason why we're saying it. To, you know, it's
0: my, not, my question here is, do you think Chucky Two Trades, uh, good old Chuck Fletcher, has tested the waters in a way... To see if anybody would be interested uh, if he put them out on waivers, which is why they're kind of bending over backwards to avoid. Nodal and
1: Andreas Nodal! You just don't want to put them on waivers to uh, see if they get him, like Andreas Nodal. No, I don't know if they. I don't know. Well, no, no, the the yeah. other
0: way where I think they don't want to put him on waivers to yeah, so see if they're get... scared somebody's gonna just, you know, grab them up.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I really that part I have no idea how much other GMs talk about, like talk to other GMs about, like, hey, if I put this guy on waivers, are you going to be a dick about it? Or I, I don't know how often that goes on.
0: Uh, I, I I don't even know if it's necessarily that, but I wonder if he's if he's had trade talks necessarily and and, and use those trade talks as a gauge to see yeah. if somebody would probably grab him up on waivers. I, don't, I I'm assuming if they're bending over backwards that they are convinced that somebody would take him.
1: I guess so, yeah. Uh, and really, it could have been... I, I think something that went into the uh, decision for a conditioning stint last week was they wanted to get Myers up to just kind of see if he would sink or float because, you know, we're in these small games. Like, Rusev had three games and he's already back down in the AHL. So I think what they were banking on was Myers would get enough games in two weeks that before you had to put Marin through waivers, you would call him back up. Or, I mean, he would just, well, self- well and the, the thing,
0: thing with Myers, the thing with Myers that everybody kind of assumed he was going to make the roster outright this year, yeah. and we were all a little shocked when he didn't, oh, and but, yeah. it, it, I oh, think yeah. he does yeah. legitimately have to prove himself to this coaching staff because they gave him a blank slate coming into the year, and he, I, I think he's played well enough in the past few games to justify them keeping him up here. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. If Sam Moran comes out of this healthy and his conditioning stint is done and the Flyers have to make a decision, would you be upset if they put him through waivers and somebody claimed him?
1: I, I mean, to me, no. But I understand. Like, I I guess I appreciate the process or whatever. Like, I, I get why they the
0: biggest. the Do you think the biggest stigma here is the fact that he was a first round pick? Like even throwing out all the the Uh, unfair next pronger stuff, do you think it's the fact that he's a former first round pick that really puts him in this position where people are uncomfortable not having him on the roster?
1: I mean, I I think it definitely plays into it. Uh, It's a guy we've been talking about for Six years now, seven years now, and there's no other prospect that you're gonna spend that much time talking about either. Like
0: I, I, I can we talked about in this episode. My, yeah, I mean,
1: I really, I don't just know, yeah, I'm like so we always so end up so talking so about him, but he's really just like a, he's just become like a fascinating person with the Flyers organization now. I guess because it's just spent all this time. He was, he was the hope of like a new blue line for the, for the organization to. GMs ago, it's just weird that he's still here and not in the league
0: yet. Uh, yeah, weird that uh, he's not here, uh, the league I, yet, But it's also having cap I, I don't implications. Know. It's cap. It's having yeah. cap implications right now, and that's the biggest factor. Is they have to juggle some stuff with the cap. They have to juggle stuff with waivers that they wouldn't necessarily have to do otherwise. So uh,
1: yeah, you, I, you know, I, honestly, the yeah, the the whole cap situation doesn't help either uh, with Moran. I don't know if that. I don't know if that plays into the whole conditioning stint. Uh, thing as well, but I I don't know. I, at this point with Sam Moran, I don't think it's I I don't know. It's I I think if you put them on waivers and you lose them, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. But I, I, I would expect any GM to do as much as possible to just not lose to just not lose a player. And again, I think they'd like to see what he can do and they've only had one game of him this year uh and he he didn't look great in the game but also in fairness to him the entire defense looked like shit that game and his defensive partner had one of the worst fucking games of the year that game so it wasn't all on him and i think they'd like to see more games you know get him a couple more games under his belt i don't think I, I just don't think he would really i don't think that's what they're thinking of, of why they want to put him on waivers i think it's just more they don't
0: want to lose a player
2: all right all right, I'm not. Long-winded, I'm not convinced.
1: Long-winded answer. I gave you a novel, but there it is.
0: <laughs> I'm not convinced. I, I really think that that first-round pick status. Uh, you know what? Is Honestly, biggest it's- factors it's- here. But I, well, yeah. I, I think it's what, what I was asking. Also, was more just: Do you think people be upset? I yeah. I think that's
1: in that case. But, yeah.
0: Well, I think people would be upset because it is a first-round pick, and they'd feel like it's a wasted pick, essentially even yeah. though it was many years ago and a lot of first round picks don't necessarily work out in the NHL i would say the the NHL and MLB are very similar in the success rate of uh, draft picks overall where it's there's a lot and you have to go through a lot to make the league whereas yeah. NFL and NBA you can make the league uh, first year and oh, yeah. honestly if you don't do something in your first couple of years in those leagues you're you're kind of screwed but yeah. if you don't do something your first couple of years in a hockey organization, well, you got more time to develop, and that's yeah.
1: You you sometimes get a second contract before you prove anything, so yeah. it, it's a little weird for the NHL. But uh, I think go you know, to, to continue this conversation.
2: Well, I would like but, to answer <laughs> that soon.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say the, uh, but yeah, I think I think There will be a certain section of Flyers fans that will just be pissed because it is a first round and also the way he plays, there's not really there's really not but anybody else in the organization that can play like he does. Which is, you know, it becomes a whole argument of do you really need somebody that can play like that? But that's a whole other thing. In terms of this role, he is the only one in the organization that can really fill it, I think. Him or ginning And um I think that could be the only reason why they'd be a little bit hesitant too. Because if he ends up being something and then he actually does end up playing on a third pair and he's a shutdown guy and makes plays around his own crease and everything. That could be something to look back on because this team right now kind of still is struggling in that area. Uh, But that's, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm done talking about Samarin and that's, uh, man, I was not expecting this much Samarin talk tonight. (laughs) We, we, I don't know. We somehow always get drawn in the Samorin conversations, but I think that's just cause uh, I, I don't know how many times, how many other teams are in this situation, though, with a player like this?
0: I feel like the Flyers are in such a bizarre situation as far as the, the way they're juggling a lot of guys right now. And yeah. it, it might just be me. And uh, I'm seeing Potluck in and out of the lineup. I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm seeing Chrissy Stews. I'm seeing Potluck. I'm seeing the Stew.
1: Yeah, I mean, the. I'm hoping... Is there, is there a, a good,
0: like... Is there a good hearty dinner that we can give Carson Torinsky for a nickname?
1: Uh no, I got. I mean, uh,
0: I got. I, mean, I got nothing right now. Okay, right. we'll come up with something. Okay, we'll we'll work, work on something. Yeah. We, 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 uh, basically, I'm just trying to think of the the hearty winter meal fourth line, and that's our our new nicknames. But and uh, actually that's a perfect transition into one of the other things I wanted to discuss uh, good piece from down goes Brown on the athletic this week, kind of breaking down nicknames and saying that NHL nicknames kind of suck right now. And I would be inclined to agree. And oh, yeah. I, I think if you've been listening to the show for a while at this point, you would definitely know that we, we agree that NHL nicknames suck because we come up with all sorts of alternative nicknames for these players because otherwise they'd all be named heartsy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it all just it's literally or or Ruby. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like oh. that's my I think that's well, number one, I don't think Ruby's a good nickname. But number mm. two, it's just perpetuating this this <laughs> hockey trend right now where guys their nicknames are just their last name, a few letters from their last name, plus a Y. And that's it. Like if well, they start like, calling like Cheru Jiru, Gerui, I'm just gonna leave. I'm done. Or or r, like reader. Yeah. You made Matt Reed's name longer for a nickname. <laughs> what are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, I I don't I've never understood the nicknames. But like, for, uh, well, I did want to say because I, I do love,
0: well, by the way, that we didn't even come up with the germ, but we perpetuate the germ at every.
1: <laughs> yeah, we just we are big fans of the germ. Yeah.
0: The germ.
1: I will say, and I'm speaking of nicknames, and this doesn't relate to. uh Yours and down goes Brown's argument, but I'm not doing Philly Joel. I'll put that out there right now.
0: You? No. I didn't hear that one, Philly Joel.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I think. I think the Flyers tweeted out themselves, and then I think I saw a billboard with Philly Joel, and I was just oh, like, Oh,
0: is that what they meant when they called him P- when they said Piano Man the other day?
1: Oh God. Because you remember we yeah, we yeah we talked about that.
0: We had yeah. a little text exchange over Piano oh Man. I'm like, I thought they were talking about limblot though. I thought they were calling Limblom the piano man, which made yeah. no sense to me, especially when you've got 12 great nicknames courtesy of Fly yeah. for Swedish Oscar Limblom. We the got Oski Boy. Oski Boy. Oski Boy, yeah. <laughs> we got the Atomic Blom. We got your favorite.
1: The Swedish Tank. The Swedish Tank. And then also I like to throw out there every once in a while. I know it's for Oscar Robinson too, but the Big O. I feel like the Big O is a good one.
0: A good think. one as well. Absolutely. The Grouch. There's a bunch of them. The Grouch. There's so many great ones. The Joel Piano Fer- Man is not a good one for either him or Joel Farabee. No. I actually like when people call Joel Farrabee Joel Farrabee after Joel. I Archer.
1: do. I enjoy that as well. Yeah, that's what my brother does a lot. I like, I think he should be called Sweet Honey, Farabee,
0: B. I don't know. The Hive. Uh, I liked last night. But the Hive's good. The Hive's good. Uh, I liked anything. last night when I referenced uh, The Wicker Man. I referenced uh, Nick Cage going, oh, God, not the bees. <laughs> not the bees. <laughs> I definitely woke
1: if up. If we I can know. make Joel Farabee's nickname that gif, we I'm we for it. I don't gif. know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Wicker Man gif. That's Joel Farabee's
1: nickname. <laughs> yeah, but again, I'm just on record. I'm not fucking doing with Philly Joel. That feels, uh, I, I don't know. I, it's
0: hacky. It's, it's hack work right there.
1: Yeah, so it's good. not great.
0: Right. apologies if it was Kurt that came up with this. But actually, sorry, not sorry.
1: No, I, I don't think it was. I don't believe it. Feels current. I actually, I don't know what uh, the rest of BSH it's feels like. It's definitely
0: going to be somebody who loves us and listens to us, and they're going to show us tomorrow and say, well, "Guess what? You assholes just lost a listener."
1: Yeah, they're going to be like, "Hey, first time, in a long time. Uh, I fucking hate you guys now."
0: <laughs> you know what my response to you, sir, <laughs> is? There are tens of listeners, so suck it
1: yeah Pens. yeah we might remember you leaving but we'll hope the other people don't leave as well so suck on that yeah that's right please
0: don't hold the door open for them <laughs> and tell them that there's more booze at your place
1: also we don't want people to know we're in here because we can't pay rent so close the door
0: actually oh, please. please god
1: uh okay so real quick before we do the uh do the uh, the game here I'm going to run through some Bobby Brink info and give that to the people. I was getting a lot of questions about Bobby, Bobby Brink. We were like, Brink um, update. Can you tell me? And I was like, guys, all right. i uh, It's only so many hours in a day, but I'll give you the Bobby Brink news.
0: Uh, Bobby, on the name Of unsubscribing if you don't give up the Brink. Oh, I'm
1: on the brink of leaving this podcast. Uh, Bobby Brink was
0: Yo, named. Good really to hockey. <laughs> we're Bobby not good hockey. It's the Big Baba.
1: Who <laughs> was named. The National Collegiate Hockey Conferences, a.k.a. the NCHC, Rookie of the Month for October. So six points, three goals, and three assists, and six games
0: for the University
1: of Denver Denver Pioneers. He had a pair of two-point games with two assists, a 3-1 win over Lake Superior State on October 11th, and one goal and a helper and a 6-4 win over Boston College on October 19th. Uh, he also has one goal on nine sh- shots on nine shits. One goal on nine shots in two November games. Yeah, I know, right? I, I mean, words, it's amazing how much I talk and how many words I get wrong. I think I'm at a clip of like 50, 55%. It's not great. Uh, and then also the, <laughs> the other one is the CIBC series, which is uh, pretty much just a showcase for chl players that are draft eligible or were just recently drafted uh chl being the ohl qmjhl whl against uh russian players around the same age so i think the russian the khl uh, junior league is the mhl but uh this is important to us because igor zmula is on team russia and they've already played two games in the series uh igor has not played either though uh and the The next game is on Thursday as Team Russia plays Team OHL. It's a six-game series. Russia plays in all six. They play two against the other two, or they play two against each uh, CHL league. Um, And Igor Zmula is Russian, but he's still with the Calgary Hitmen in the WHL, where he currently has 15 points, four goals, 11 assists, and 41 shots on goal in just 14 games. So he's averaging over a point per game right now. And again, as you said earlier on the show, Steve undrafted ron hexel got in there went right into the camp and then signed him as an undrafted free agent and it looks like he's done nothing but progress pretty rapidly since the flyer signed him which is something that phil myers did as well and there was even more to be excited about with zamula before he signed than there was to be excited about myers when he signed myers he had i think he had like an eight point season in the qmjhl which you have to try to not have more than eight points in a season in the QMJHL. The next season he comes out, all the point totals go up. He looks even better, and here we are now with him. So hopefully the same thing will happen with uh, Igor Zamula. But that is – that's the prospect corner. Hashtag Talking Kids, hashtag Talking Prospects, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That is that. Steve, what is this game? I want to know what this game is. I'm not used to this. I'm used to it being the other way around. I'm excited. I'm
0: all for throwing you off. Like, I'm here – I'm here to throw you off and, and make your life hell. But uh, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. So I have a game for you. It's, it's pretty straightforward. And so I saw a post from the NHL on Instagram from earlier in the month after the Vancouver Canucks named their latest captain. And it essentially, it, it had all the current NHL captains. Oh, shit. So right. <laughs> I wanted to see how many of the current NHL captains that you could name because so here's the basis for this. I was looking at the captains and I was actually surprised by quite a few of them. I'm like, that guy's the captain of that team. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There are a couple of those. So I'll read you the team. You guess, I'm going to give you like, I don't know, not a ton of time because there's a lot of teams to go through, but you know, a few seconds for each one. So
1: I'll, I'll, can you, okay. Can I ask beforehand how many are no captains or did you take those out?
0: I will tell you, I, you know what? I'll give you the no captains. I will let you know.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So starting with the Anaheim Ducks, who is their captain?
1: It's Getzlaf, isn't
0: it? It's Getzlaf. yes. Okay. Some of these are gimmies. Some of these are, are complete stockholders. The, the
1: problem now is I'm going to overthink it, which is, yeah.
0: That's what the game I is. I know,
1: I know. This is, I hate Arizona game.
0: Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes.
1: It's got to be OEL, right?
0: It is OEL. Which is also my favorite 70s rock band.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, yeah, uh, Turn the Stone was my favorite song of this. Bruins,
0: <laughs> Bruins are, uh, Bruins are a gimme, of course.
1: Yeah, Chara. yeah. Sabres. Eichel.
0: Eichel. Flames. Monahan. Nope. <clears throat> First oh, one, wrong. Giordano. One wrong. Giordano. Yeah. Hurricanes.
2: Um. Oh, wait.
1: Oh, it's short install, isn't it?
0: Short install. You got that yeah.
1: right. Okay. I was getting talked about. Uh, Taves.
0: Taves, give me. Oh,
1: shit. Avalanche. Avalanche. Uh, uh, Landis Cog.
0: Landis Cog, correct. Okay. All right. Columbus Blue Jackets.
1: Nick Felino. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. i was not sure you know these
1: jackets. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, you got to think of what is more fitting... For a, a hockey team in Columbus, then Nick Foligno would be the captain. That's how I remember that. I feel like there's so, not a player in the league.
0: The only thing more fitting is forgetting that Nick Felino is a hockey player.
1: <laughs> okay, there you go.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Stars.
1: Oh, um, Jamie Ben.
0: Jamie Ben, very good. Uh, Red Wings are in NA. Okay. There is basically no one left on the Red Wings worth captaining.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm surprised Larkin. I feel like Larkin's got to be there soon.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. Oilers. This is a gimme.
1: Yeah, McDavid.
0: It's uh, James Neal. No. (laughs) (laughs) Panthers.
1: Uh, I want to say. I mean, is it Ackblad?
0: No, it it is Barkoff. It's Barkoff. Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm getting
0: somewhere. Not too wrong. Too wrong. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kings. Kopitar. Gimme uh wild your favorite team your second favorite team
1: yeah apparently uh Coyville.
0: okay you better don't, know that don't,
1: you don't, you don't tell ryan or taylor that that they're my second favorite team because they're gonna be like well why aren't you writing about them so but anyway yeah go with the next
0: wow. one all right next one canadians
1: uh is Che isn't it Che weber
0: yeah it is everybody's yeah. former favorite flyer shea weber
1: I forget because he's pretty much like I, I just have blocked out that entire time of him in Montreal since then. But I, I would assume that they made him uh, captain. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, who's it? Uh... Predators. Oh, Predators. Um. Oh, uh, Yossi Roman Yossi. Yossi yes.
0: Okay. Uh, one I consider tough, but you might know because we've seen this team a couple times. The Devils. The Devils. Uh, Andy Green. Andy
1: Green. Yeah, he's that's
0: one I look at and I'm just like,
1: who why the fuck is Andy yeah. Green? Uh, yeah, they, they, I mean, I have another interesting tidbit about the Devils later on that makes you say, uh, oh, they're a hockey team. So oh. that's good. It's good <gasps> we're doing this and we're talking league. Devils right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: What a, uh, and
1: then, like, Islanders and Rangers are the next two, right?
0: Yeah, the Rangers are an NA. They, they don't have oh, anything.
1: Bounders yeah. or uh, Anders Lee?
0: Anders Lee, very good. Very good.
1: Yeah, because I remember it wasn't Barzal, and then I was like, who is the other guy there? Oh, yeah, one other guy. Okay, and then...
0: Uh, the Senators are worthless and have nothing. Makes sense. Worthless. Uh, I'm not even uh, going to... Speaking
1: of worthless, thing. speaking of worthless, I know the flyers are up next. Let's move on from that, captain.
0: Oh, I'm yeah, it shouldn't it be a C, am I right? Hashtag laud.
1: Hashtag laud. Hashtag underscore L underscore D-E, because it doesn't deserve the C or the A. Hot take. Anyway, uh, Pittsburgh... Wow.
0: It's very
1: interesting. Oh,
0: uh, every, every favorite player in philadelphia uh, all right uh shorks the shorks couture yeah
1: yeah okay because i was like i don't remember burns being named captain and then i'll like, well, then they want to give it to carlson pavelski's gone joe thornton
0: yeah, no, like was right. Couture was right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But I was gonna say. Oh, we are going go through the list. Yeah,
0: well, they actually brought Marlow back and immediately gave him the C. They were like, "Okay, you're back." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just like Kuts Kator away
0: <laughs> It's pretty honestly. I I feel like if our shoes were reversed, or if uh, shoes were reversed, does that how does that work? Is that a '90s thing? I, if, I don't know. I don't know. If we were in opposite places, I don't think I would be able to name as many of the guys as you've named so far. Um. Okay, blues. Petrangelo? Yes.
1: Right? Okay.
0: All right. Lightning? I mean, Stamp Coast, right? Stamp absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, most of the rest of these are gimme. Okay, uh, yeah. The Leafs. Who are the Leafs? I mean, uh, uh, oh, wait, no. Recently named one.
1: Oh, my God, they did, and I'm blanking. It's not because it's not Matthews, right?
0: I don't know. You tell me.
1: Is it Matthew? I don't know. I, I it's
0: John Tavares. So that's uh, a the okay.
1: There you go. Three. I yeah, Canucks, I'll pick yeah, which... that one. I was gonna say because I remember when we were talking about, um, you know, when we were talking about the awesome Matthews incident. Of course, Leafs fans very appropriately associated that with. I don't know if he can be captain now, which is definitely what he should have when you hear that awesome Matthews story over the summer. But anyway, yeah. uh, who's after the Leafs?
0: Uh, after the Leafs uh... Uh, is the Canucks.
1: And they just... Oh shit! They just named... Uh, oh my god! It's either Besser or Horvat, and it's gonna I'm gonna say Besser, right? It's Horvat. It's Horvat. Fuck! All right, four. <laughs> <laughs> do,
0: do the do the knights really not have a captain?
1: I mean, that sounds about right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair enough, guys. Uh, Capitals, come on.
1: Yeah, Ovi. All
0: right, last one, the Jets.
1: Um, isn't it uh Is it Wheeler? It's Wheeler. So. Wheeler. All right. Four.
0: You got only four wrong out of the entire league. I was going to say,
1: I was going to say, that's one of those dumb things that I, I think I know a little bit more than like, it's something that I, I know those answers for some reason, but I was going to say, I could take a guess at the, uh, at who was no captain too. Cause I knew, cause the Red Wings, I know didn't have one The Leaf I would have said no, uh, no calf or no captain for the Leafs either. Though, So when the hell was the John Tavares thing announced?
0: I feel like it was announced just before the season started. Like, Man. I think they were bothering Babcock in preseason. And you know what probably happened is Babcock just was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just name Tavares the captain.
1: God, how, man, do you know how obnoxious the Islanders fans would be if the, the Leafs somehow, this early like season, whatever they're, funk they're in, resulted in them somehow missing the playoffs and the Islanders still win like 30 games straight and they make the postseason? He yeah, it, if, you know how annoying it would be. It will be the worst. Oh my god, I can't wait for it. Okay, so
0: essentially, if if the Leafs just shake off this early season funk and make it all the way there, miss the playoffs, yeah. and the Islanders fans are just never gonna <laughs> ever let it go.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, I'm imagining if let's say the Islanders won the cup. They would be just as obnoxious about it as Nationals fans have been about uh Oh yeah. After winning the. Uh, MLB I can't. I, I,
1: I'm as as it's well documented. I like the Orioles. Orioles, a a real baseball team. Uh, but I, I I just can't believe Bryce Harper leaving the Nationals, and then they fucking win the World Series. Like yeah, like uh, it should. I have I, it should, I. mean, you
0: could write that script, but I would have
1: yeah. to No, I would not. Yeah, it would be a horrible movie. Yeah. Uh. All right, so I did. Uh, I got a twenty-seven
0: to thirty-one. Yeah, I'm. That's like I'm that. impressed. That's a very good job. Uh, right. I yeah, would not I, have gotten. I would not have remembered green. Absolutely again, not.
1: Have I want to thank you for not mentioning anything outside of hockey. He kept it strictly to hockey. That's where I shine. He didn't like make a hybrid hockey movie questionnaire. It was just. Yeah, I, I
0: made. I made a questionnaire up. about who won the Oscar in the Stanley Cup in select years, the Best Picture nominee. Uh, I could do that, and you would fail miserably, and I would laugh. Oh, at
1: absolutely, that. yeah. I think so yeah. next week. <laughs> next week, lock it up. Nineties,
0: nineties like? cup champions and Oscar winning films.
1: Yeah, you would probably. Yeah, you'd kill me on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You, you'd be destroyed. <laughs> Trampled underfoot.
1: I like how. I like how right now, you gave me a quiz. I did pretty well, on and all you're going is like, "Yeah, well, I'll fucking dominate you next week." <laughs> You'll know, see.
0: What <laughs>
1: Just so talking that would, shit around. Right that up. would
0: require me having the time and the patience to put together this kind of thing, and uh, yeah, you know and you, you don't
1: have. Yeah, you have literally no free time, so that's why this is great. I really don't have to worry about another game again until fucking like I got to worry about till twenty twenty two. You got to worry about a game next week because now I'm coming for it, So,
2: <laughs> Ooh, uh, baby, the,
1: yeah, get scared with all these questions I'm about to ask you from a different location. Get intimidated. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to say uh, my uh, Why the Penguins Suck this week. I don't have one, but they're the Penguins, so they uh, they suck. That's it. Uh, I've
0: got I would... Why the Penguins Suck. Oh. They're, they're located in Pittsburgh. Boom.
2: There it is. Can't boom get enough.
0: All I said was Boom Roasted really loud. That's oh, all.
1: okay. I thought you said, and you know what else? And, and like,
0: you know oh. what else? Boom Roasted.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that works. Okay, uh, I'm going to do around the league, and then I was going to ask you about the – I'm going to ask you right now. do you look at the Winter Classic jerseys? Did you get a little glimpse of those? Uh, I those
0: actually, I did get a glimpse at those suckers earlier, and I got to say, uh, I like the Stars one a lot. I'm a
1: big fan of the Stars one. Yeah.
0: I think the Stars one should be their jersey already. I think they should throw their jerseys in the trash and just wear those without whoa. a
1: doubt. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You don't like the stars
0: jerseys? I think they're fine. I just think this Winter Classic look is so good okay, that they should right. just dump those and wear yeah, this.
1: All right, okay. That's a more reasonable approach than dump uh, it.
0: Like it's like the Wild, where essentially, like, I don't understand why they don't wear the ones with the, the oh, like, yeah. Minnesota Wild all the time in every situation because that it's so much better.
1: It's better. It sounds a lot better. Uh, it's, the it's Stars one though. Man, the uh, the the gloves. I don't know what it is. I think I like the offset glove color like combination. Like the gloves don't match the rest. Like the brown isn't part of the jersey anywhere else except for the gloves. I kind of like that. But the rest, I mean, the rest of it is clean as well. And then the
0: oh, the I Freder- like the red red top. Top. I mean, yeah. it's not as good, but I, I I think it's clean. Uh, it's a little weird, but a little weird. Yeah, but I just like it. It's just not. Yeah, I think the it might, might also be a home run though.
1: I think it might only be weird though because have the Predators ever had a jersey where they actually spelled their name out on the front?
0: I don't think so. It's always been that Predators logo, and yeah, what, I love that... it or hate it, it's it's always been there, and they've always embraced it as main part of the the jersey.
1: Yeah, they've really stuck with it. Which I, I'll tell you what, if there's a franchise that can maybe get away from their logo, <laughs> I like think the Predators. I think it's time. <laughs> I don't know. My opinion.
0: They need that big country guitar. That's what they need.
1: Yeah, just take a picture. Do you remember when the Titans O-line started chugging like tall boys during the Stanley Cup final in 2017? They just need that. They just need a shot of that and just put that on the middle of the jersey.
0: It could be a shot of that. It could be – I'm thinking just like – I don't even know if he has anything to do with Nashville or Tennessee or anything, but I'm thinking just Hank Williams Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. And then they just all my
0: rowdy friends are here for wednesday night wait no it's all my moderately rowdy friends are here to have an enjoyable wednesday night i think
1: yeah things to do tomorrow but they're gonna get
0: loud are you ready for the red wings playing the New oh, York God. Rangers! I just
1: want to say, Steve, It's a
0: matchup nobody wanted.
1: I was going to say, as a fan of hockey, to just sit down, take a load off, kick off the old shoes, let the, let the, let the dogs breathe and watch a sweet, sweet Red Wings-Rangers game.
0: Mm, just How did they not... Hockey. How did they not put literally any... I would have rather watched a classic game in that spot <laughs> than this live piece of shit. I'm sure it was a fun <laughs> Right? I didn't even see the final score. But, like, I, I immediately saw it was Rangers Red Wings, and I'm like, ugh, why? Right.
1: It's. it's, That's. NBC just can't. Oh, no, it
0: was a terrible game. It was 5 to 1 Rangers win.
1: Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, like, congrats on being ma- the Red Wings.
0: Meanwhile, meanwhile, they got Blues Oilers playing,
1: which is. They're so fucking dumb. I don't get... You know what, actually...
0: Oh, we could put Connor McDavid on here, or we could put No Name number five from the Red Wings. <laughs>
1: yeah. The, my, my thing
0: is... Take that, Dylan Larkin.
1: Not even tonight. It's the thing, like, on Saturday. Saturday, they had Penguins against Oilers. Do you know what time they played?
0: Uh, 11 p.m.
1: Noon. They played at noon. They played on Saturday afternoon. Why is that fucking game not at 8 o'clock? And on hockey night in Canada, why you have your two Canadian superstars against each other on a weekend day? You, are, are people? In, is everybody in Canada not going to watch that game? What are you doing? What are we doing? Why was that not a prime time game? <laughs>
0: what are and, we even doing we, at this point,
1: people? I don't know. This, I'll tell you what. This league is about to get a look around because I'm about to do around the league. That was a uh, that was pretty clean. That was a good one. I'm going to give myself credit. That was a good one, Steve. You don't need to say anything. Austin Watson has signed a three-year deal to stay with uh, the Predators, $1.5 a year. Louis Domingue was traded to the Devils for a 2021 conditional seventh, uh, going back to the Lightning, so that's when you know you're good. Brian Little needed 25 to 30 stitches to close a cut underneath his ear and is still under observation at a hospital after he took a Nikolai Ehlers slap shot to the head. Uh, this comes after he missed the first nine games of the season due to a concussion. Steve, I don't know if you're able to look an update, look for an update on that. That was as of uh, eleven o'clock this morning. He's still in the hospital. I don't know if he's still uh, being under observation or
0: whatever. I so. will check it out, and uh, we. I might also have some trade news for us in a, a moment, but Are you in the Flyers. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I uh, would have a much more excited tone, even yeah. if it was a minor trade involving the flyers but,
2: yeah, uh,
0: yeah no this is a, a trade involving going. other teams that are not the philadelphia flyers if it was the flyers i'd be like stop the presses <laughs> because this is a newspaper <laughs> <'Cause>,
1: <laughs> uh well, well i'll write off these the three bits of information that john klingberg is out two weeks after he blocked a shot against the uh, the Avs on tuesday he's got that i think it's lbi he's out with a class case of lbi J.C. Oh, Howard missed three to four weeks with a massive case of a uh, UBI after he took a hit from the door off. Which, Steve, for your viewing pleasure, if you want to look at that hit, he correct. Uh, and then the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, a casino in, you guessed it, Las Vegas, is suing a Vander Kane for 500k, the amount of eight credits he took out back in April, and has yet to pay back. Uh, and I think you had to actually be in the casino to take out these credits. If you remember back in April was when the sharks golden night series took place. So that's when he was out there, Steve, what is this trade?
0: Okay. Well, first your Brian little update. Uh, So the latest update uh, ESPN via associate or associated press via ESPN. Uh, just, Just let me see what the exact update is. I mean, it basically is just the news that you had before. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So the team said the 31-year-old center was alert at all times and in good spirits Wednesday morning.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's
0: that's good news.
1: And then what? Um, uh, let me. Uh, what are the teams involved here in this trade?
0: Let me get. Let me get the full. And if I'm wrong, I'm editing all of this. (laughs) All of it. Uh, one, un momento, por favor, sir.
1: Ooh, that's one minute, please, in Spanish, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. One minute, <laughs> <at least.
2: laughs>
1: I'm bilingual. Actually, I'm bilingual. Das ist mein Kuli. That is my pen in German. So there you go. You learn something new every day.
0: Every.
1: And I learned back. that in eighth grade, and it is the only sentence in German I remember. Okay. I don't need to remember. So the, okay, the, tra- yeah.
0: the trade was uh, the Red Wings today acquired center Robbie Fabry from the Blues in exchange for center Jacob De La Rose.
1: Wow, that's, that's exciting stuff.
0: But it, it is the most exciting trade. I told you, we were on the good. edge of our seats for that trade, <laughs> and I was like, you, you were sitting there, you're like, I know Jacob De La Rose is involved in this. There have been rumors about of the Rose going around all week. And finally, the Roseman is home.
1: I've been Jacob de la Rose all again. Ooh. <laughs> my
0: power, my pleasure, my pain. Good Lord.
1: Yeah, that's right. There you go.
0: Good Lord. <laughs> I think that's I all I got on that I, exhilarating note.
1: I was gonna say I did a quiz and then I just sang Seal. There's really not this. This is the episode where that has it all. In my
0: opinion. If you wanna listen to Fly for Buddy, you should tweet at Sports All Bad. That's Craig. He oh, yeah. is working on line by line.
1: Well, actually, update. Uh, this week I am not. I was gonna okay. say. I, <laughs> so, yeah, just okay. has uh, a
0: severe lack of Donkey Sauce.
1: Yeah, severe lack of donkey sauce. Do not look for anything. Don't look for the line by line this week. Don't look uh, money... for anything.
0: Don't look for Craig. He's in hiding. <laughs>
2: I'm, t- I'm so getting many off people social media. in the
0: for <laughs> line by line right now. There are people banging on doors going, Where's my line by line, you son of a bitch?
1: Yeah, so I, I'm going to just, I'm going to go in the hiding. I'll answer reporters in a little bit. But I will say, I, I do want to try and do something for, get something up Friday morning about Thursday's game, whether it's a, a it's a, number like two o'clock number or whatever which obviously will go up in the afternoon or if it was something like uh just looking at the goals that were scored on thursday night and then next week i will do the line by, line by line again for this upcoming weekend's games and then i'll get back on track and next week i should have another uh rewatch article coming out so just a little you don't
0: owe anything to anyone you put two hours of the podcasting out for these wonderful people you don't know anyone it, anything
1: i mean but i like i like giving it to the people I like giving it to him, you know, just <laughs> giving it to him hard, giving it to them often. That's why Craig's I like going to give them. it to you. I try to give to him every morning, every afternoon, and then at night too, especially at night. That's why I try to give it to the fans the most. All right. So
0: don't hurt them, Craig.
1: You know, I, I, I some, sometimes I do, but it's all in, it's all in good nature. So uh, that's, that's what's going on in my neck of the woods.
0: In your I neck think. of the woods.
1: If I, if I, I was a dad, that's what I would say.
0: So <laughs> if, if you were dead, if. So, yeah, uh, you got that going on with Craig. With me, you have, well, my main thing is, uh, number one, fly purpley or Esteban for your follows, but make it fly purpley. We all know it at this point. However, I would urge you to check out the Flyers forecast, our weekly preview show uh, that we have been recording, putting out on Monday or Tuesday. It's uh, about, you know, 20, 30. This one was about 35 minutes show. I'm sure next week will creep closer to an hour. And then before you know it, we will be producing I'll be eight hours of podcasts a week.
1: I was going to say, I'm waiting for the first Flyers forecast that is somehow longer than the Fly Purple. So we're going to, I'm waiting for that to come up. That would,
0: it's so utterly defeat the entire purpose of Flyers <laughs> forecast that it would be hilarious.
1: I did also want to say, you know, uh, a good way to advertise Flyers forecast is the quicker you listen to it, the quicker you get to see if the Flyers are going to win their next game or not. So just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there
0: it's you go. Funny. It's funny. Because it's it's true.
1: funny. It's not mad. I'm not upset about it. I'm totally, it's all funnier. I'm definitely happy.
0: And that is how a joke works. I enjoy humor. Back to you, Pierre. But yeah, listen to the forecast. Listen to Kelly Hinkle with her BSH brief. Listen to Bill Matz's post games. And of course, listen to BSH Radio. All of that great podcast content, that tangy tent coming out for you guys bsh we are all over the podcast game we have all of your flyers listening needs right now i am very happy with the content we are putting out i i just love that we are putting out that audio content that people crave especially when local radio stations are starting to reduce the amount of flyers content you're getting we are increasing it we're increasing it
1: yeah actually i i I know what you're talking about, but I didn't really look into that situation. I will say, as a whole, that kind of sucks.
2: Oh, like, absolutely.
1: They led, I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know. Do you, was it a thing where they're scaling back everybody at 97.5?
0: I believe so, but I mean, it, Still, it just sucked. Yeah. I hate to see people lose their jobs. Radio is a really tough business and it, it sucks, but I just, I, I am proud of the work we're doing here on BSH. I am very proud of the fact that we. Have your audio content for the flyers where you can't really find it elsewhere in the Philadelphia area, except through podcasts. And we are putting out a ton of podcast content each week. So thank you all for listening and for making us. You know, I I think we've we've had our best year, and it's it's been getting better. So thank you all for listening. Your contributions, and we really appreciate it from the bottoms of our heart. We really. Oh
1: yeah, seriously. We yeah I. I know uh, I, I, I try and engage a lot on Twitter and I know sometimes I, do, I just like a tweet, but I want you to know that I'm always laughing when I see uh, when I see a brave responses. So I somebody sent it. us oh, yeah.
0: somebody okay, sent go. us a uh, a D douched guy Fieri today and he looks like Dave Thomas from uh, the McKenzie brothers. But
2: <laughs> oh,
0: <really>? <laughs> <Did> <laughs> that. A <laughs> what is it? It's a. Uh,
1: Undouche-ified?
0: <laughs> undouche, undouche. <laughs> got bored and decided to undouche Guy Fieri with Photoshop. And uh, it was uh, Denny Breslin sent that to us, but I got a good oh, chuckle yeah, Denny, okay, over yeah. that. But especially because he looks like Dave Thomas from the McKenzie <laughs> Brothers, which I enjoyed. Not Dave Thomas, dead founder of Wendy's, but Dave yeah, Thomas. Yeah, R.I.P.D. Big difference. Yeah, R.I.P.D., Dave Thomas, dead founder of Wendy's. But yeah, yeah. that's all we got.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: was
1: to add Wendy's
0: the other day, podcasts. but yeah, yeah, so that was mine. how are your spicy notes? They good?
1: <laughs> They're great. <It's laughs> this fine. podcast is never gonna end.
0: <laughs> Jesus, because of you, because of you. <laughs>
1: I know. I didn't Either say or. it wasn't. I didn't say it wasn't because of me. I'm just saying it's not good. I end. do
0: declare, in the words of the great Gene Hart, "Good night and good hockey." Well, wow, 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 wow.
2: Wow, Hello, everybody. This
1: is Fly Perboly. It is a podcast about hockey. Mostly the Flyers, but also other, other hockey things. things, Like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Team! But not Steve Hartnell and Craig, but not Craig Ruby. No, this isn't all those hockey guys. These are the guys who watch the hockey sport. Yeah!